Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Welcome along to the Wise Men Say podcast. Another win for Sunderland. Another win. Three wins. In four home games, four in seven now, four I think seven. that is. Mm. It's good how you can manipulate these stats, though, yeah. isn't it? We're joined by Gary Foster and Rory Fallow, by the way, tonight. Uh, had Sunderland lost that game, and people would be like, oh, we've lost three games in a row. But now, of course, it's oh, four games <laughs> in seven, and everything. life is brilliant again, isn't it? Stadium life's becoming a fortress now, three with those home it game wins. Is. Very fortress. Well, when was the last time you you can remember? I mean, I you know I, I, I could have done some research today and went on StatCat, I guess, but I didn't. Um, when was the last time you had a feeling as a Sunderland fan, though, that you were turning up and and, and thought, you know, what we we're winning the majority of our home games at the minute? They're, they're not vintage performances by any stretch of the imagination. I think I was about twelve. <laughs> <laughs> about twelve. Sorry, we got distracted by Gareth. Sort of. What we have should know by now that I will. Just direct. To, you know, direct. You should know by now that you need to speak into a microphone when you're yeah. uh, recording something. Then we need to change the angle on that one. I'll do that one. You just keep talking, Stephen, and I'll sort <laughs> this out. Right, where are Sunderland as a side at the moment? Gary Foster, I'm going to come to you because remember last January was crucial for us. I probably should have come to Gary when it was his microphone getting sorted out, but there you go. Professionalism you at, go. at its best. Um, remember how crucial last January was for Sunderland. Now, it doesn't look like we're going to see that again. We're scraping wins at the moment. We're getting through. Was it going to be enough to see us through? I think we started early, haven't we, for a change? Um, we normally leave it a bit later than we have done. Um, I think last time I was on the show, we talked about how many points we needed before Christmas. And I think it was a sort of unanimous decision around the. Uh, you said 14, didn't we? No, I think I think we, we, get I think we guessed points. about 11, I think. We, 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 thought. No, we guessed 10 or 11 being yeah. generous because yeah. our form was that bad what we said was 14 points is generally the average what Sunderland would be on at this stage of the season well, so they're hitting par aren't they at the moment yeah well I think we, the genuine <laughs> consensus around the sound desk at, at that time was like there's no way no we, we were being optimistic get, yeah. we were saying 10 11 points being yeah. optimistic yeah but no it, it's it's rather unusual uh, coming it's in on a positive it's been a, note it's been a spike which is which helps because the, it's almost like you can just disregard the first Ten games, we were, we picked up two points. We were that bad. Well, so we did it, disregard it, it, them, exactly. didn't we? <laughs> yeah, we added them a bit too we're much. We literally disregard too much. Disregarding mm. that. So, are we? Can, can we take the last seven games as a yardstick? Is that fair? That's all you can do, isn't it? I think yeah, you have to because if, if you want to believe that you're going to keep going as we are, then you have to believe that these last seven games or whatever was the real David Moyes Sunderland, and that wasn't what we saw. Earlier in the what season. is a real David Moyes Sunderland? We we've said we're struggling to see what he's trying to do, what kind of identity the side have. We've been we've been finding a way to win games almost Allardyce esque in the last few weeks. So what what is it? Hard work, determination, that kind of thing. I think that's all all we've got really. We've got a a little bit of flair and genuine uh, threat in the likes of uh, Anna Chibi and obviously Defoe. Um, 
I thought Yanazai had a better game on Saturday. I won't go over the top. I thought he had a better game. Certainly thought uh, Donald Love, uh, best we've seen of him so far. Um, but it's going to be difficult. Like I think it's another one where Moyes is sort of starting to see it now. It's like a bit like the old, it wasn't what they said in the brochure, isn't it? I think he's sort of coming out now and saying that this wasn't what he was promised. This wasn't what he was told. He spoke to the last five yeah. managers. Yeah, well, said the same thing. You've only been in Spain. You've not been on the moon. You know what I mean? Well, like, exactly, yeah. You should have read the last yeah. five uh, manager interviews. Have you not been watching the television? The <laughs> like, everyone watches Premier League on foreign television and you seem to have missed it. <laughs> Davy Moyes' massive satellite <laughs> in his, in his, in his yeah. garden when he was out in Sausage. He's just like, on Twitter at like, <laughs> 10 to 2, like, 10 to 3, going, like, has anyone got a stream? That, has anyone got a stream? It's just been revealed that's why he lost the job at Sausage Day because <laughs> he was on Twitter trying to see what uh, was happening at uh, Sunderland all the time. Uh, he, was too, he was too busy having to click the, you know, those pop-up uh, ads pop that up. you get on like, uh, your streams. <laughs> Just like sacked, messing that's with that them all that's the where he really got sacked. The, the, the searches internet history in front was like dubious. Be careful what you Sites, saying, yeah. live Jasmine and that <laughs> going on there. Came popping up in the corner. Screaming oh, at right. Mrs. Moyes because it's buffering again. Right. Oh dear. I mean, yeah, all right. Well, you mentioned, look, you mentioned Donald Love there, Gary, and I think, you know, if somebody had said six weeks ago that our back four would show a sort of dogged, gritty performance. And Papi Gillibodji and Donald Love would be the standout defenders. You'd have been carted off, right? Yeah, just a bit. <laughs> um, it, I think it, I know it's a cliche, but I think it does t- sometimes take players a while to settle in. And if the rest of the team that's already here beforehand aren't playing well either, I think it makes it harder for new lads who come in. Obviously, David Boyce was telling us is. to give them time and be patient. Yeah. Not many. And when are we ever patient? Yeah, well, <laughs> you live in the here and now, don't yeah. you? And it's difficult to say, you know, when I think. People were affected by the side that was ripped apart last season, weren't yeah. they? Yeah. So, so then when you see these, forget about how old they are, the first-team players have been signed as first-team players. And you can't just, you know, it's hindsight again, isn't it? You can't just say, you know, you can't show blind faith to, to say this player is going to improve well, based on, on what? This based is on it, though, isn't it? The, the only logic, it, I said it before at the time in that 10-game run, the only logic that could have seen anyone be positive would be blind faith because there was no you couldn't see what the team was trying to do in, in any way, shape or form. It was ragged, there was no real plan. The players were not only underperforming as 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 it appears they were now, but you're looking at so it, I would say and and Dong's a great example of a player who came in and you could see he had something about him, but he wasn't quite there yet. He needed to get up with the pace. There's a Still difference. There. There's a difference between that and then what we saw from players like Papi Gillibodji and Donald Love, who looked completely out of the depth and lacking Love basic, lacking basic football skills required at Premier League level. Not even Premier League level, probably Championship level. You know, so there's, there's different things there. It's it's not a and like you say, people have been affected not only by the fact the squad's been ripped apart, the fact that they lost Allardyce, they've been affected by the last four years, getting beaten all the time, Seeing being a really constant rele- not being good yeah, enough, getting moved, getting on, moved for a on. Loss and a lot of it. So it's very easy to sit there and go, well, all those people who slagged off these players are, you know, you're not sitting there so smugly now. Do you think that the people who are really frustrated and disappointed? That those players didn't perform very well and were lost loads of games, were enjoying it. It's born out of frustration and anger that you, you know we're in this situation again. And let's not forget, 
it's the worst start we've had, we've had in that run as well. Yeah, yeah but worst, you, start, worst start any Premier League. Yeah, so it's you can't. It's, it's easy to sit there and go like, oh well, you should have remained composed. But you, so, no, we, we, we're here to comment and what's go, gone on yeah. and what's coming up. You can't say, hey, he was really terrible last weekend, but I'm not going to say anything because he might come good in six <laughs> weeks' yeah. time. Ah. When he comes good in six weeks' time. That's the show when you say he was really good yesterday, like yeah. we're doing now, saying he had a great game on Saturday. Yeah. You you can only call it as you yeah. see it. And and it would only be hypocritical. The time, then he was crap at the time. It would only be hypocritical to suggest that to say a player like Love or Gillibodji wasn't good because he'd be just you know claiming that like he was he was crap yeah. and you've that like, you've got an agenda. It's not about that. It's about watching what you're seeing in front of you. And you know when we discuss the game, you, you comment on that, and there'll be lots of people who would have. You look at their first ten games. And we did polls about players and, and managers, and people weren't happy. And th- that is, I think that's completely reasonable given what was presented. I don't think there was anything to get excited about in that first 10 games. There was nothing there to suggest there was anything that was going to improve. How many people wanted Sam Allardyce back after he was sacked by England? Like, exactly. like, we're not alone. We're not a lone voice. Um, we just call it as we see it. And well, I think, um, you know, going back to the game and. and you know, Gillibodji was absolutely outstanding, ridiculous. Like to see the improvement in a player that level is, it was. I, I thought he was unbelievable. Like it's all his positive attitude, Gareth. The high five and yeah, high five. On everybody. <laughs> but you know what it is, Pod- like positive mental attitude. He came up against Agarlo and and Dini, who uh, aggressive physical forwards who go at you, look back in the air, they want the ball in the air. You know that, and I don't think Gillibodji lost a header. You know. Yeah, he's brilliant in the air. It, it was ridiculous, and you know, like such a great performance, and it was commanding, and you could see, you know, like in the Palace game, even when we went two 0 up, you still felt as though like they could chuck this in here, and they did. And well, then, just because when they go one nil up, when they went two 0 up at Leicester, they didn't chuck it in. They went one nil up, won the game one nil, which I thought I was, I was thinking, you know what, it might be good. I mean, obviously, would have loved a second goal, but to get out of it, I was thinking, you know what, to get out of the game one nil might be a real confidence boost they, they look mentally yeah, strong yeah. now don't they they don't look like even when the opposition's it. just coming at them a little bit mm. not even when they've necessarily scored and you saw that in the whole game as well when they had that 20 minute spell at the beginning of the game they're not shacking in now some, some of it as well you, you would put down a look clearly Britos should have absolutely buried that header and you would then question about how Sunderland came back from it Hull had a couple of half chances didn't it but that's what happens you're right in what you're saying but when, we, when it, we do that and we no, miss yeah, a sitter totally, yeah, the other yeah. team goes up the end sticks yeah. on the goal and then no, you go totally. oh well you don't take your chances at this the, level the, blah 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 looks like it's gelling now doesn't it which is important well, and yeah. you can kind of see how. and then the ball's the, gone the, in January Gillibodji's falling out with the national manager has he oh excellent brilliant I'm going to send some abusive messages to him is another thing but what was interesting wasn't it there were eyebrows raised when we played Leicester because O'Shea came out of the side um, and then he was back in the side for the Chelsea game because we played three at the back and it was him who made way again and it's clear now why because he's he's, he's, he's building something long term finally and we always complain on the show that we can't move on from the likes of O'Shea we can't move on from the likes of Larson so it would only be fair to acknowledge the fact that you know you know what we can start fears and we'll share well, now. Because of all eventually, this, finally. All these positive thoughts making me teeth itchy because I'm not used to it on here. So I'm gonna don't throw, worry. I'm we, gonna we've throw got a, a tough Christmas period. I'm gonna we'll, throw, we'll a, I'm gonna throw a spanner in the show. works. Go on then. As Let's have as, this spanner. As good as Dillabodgie was, what did we feel about his his defensive partner? 
Corner. Corner. Yeah. I thought he was good. Yeah. I thought he was all right. I still just think like. Is he? I don't know. I thought he played as well, like, like last I, season. I thought it was just, his best yeah. performance of the I'm season. I'm just playing devil's advocate. Here. Is it dummy? Just, yeah. Is it dummy not quite back in, but it's in his yeah. hand, ready to go in, maybe. Yeah, but I, won- but I wonder if there's no money to spend, and somebody comes in and makes a daft offer in January. Oh, a, I'd sell him in a half. He has a clause. Yeah, so, it's so, and, and do we try and get some? Because we're seeing like there's no that positive spin that we mentioned. Uh, before, yeah, um, you know, there's no money to spend. There's no money for um, loan signings and all that. Somebody comes in with the right offer. Do we try and find a replacement and snap their hand off well, and then well, do we stop building they'll be, the game? They'll be looking for replacements now. David Moyes actually trying to sell him players on anyway. We we think he made a statement in the summer by keeping him. We think he's got a clause in the contract. I for think I think you know million. I think you know the great thing about it is the way it's all panned out. He kind of won in the summer really because he made him stay. And everyone was behind that, and he mm-hmm. had the backing of the fans. I think now, if he sold him, he'd have the same yeah. backing from the fans. Yeah. It would be the same. You know what? You're right to sell him, regardless of his performances, because of his attitude yeah. at the start of the season. Now we bring on O'Shea back and, in the side. Then, anyway. Yeah, <laughs> but he'd have to come because back. The, because to come, the well, we're going to lose ready him. For the first team we're going to lose him in January. It's, you know, he yeah. might not. not he, I mean, the issue is going to come. What's what's going to happen is they're going to have a big fallout over the the trait the I. Um, the training camp in France yeah. on the, I think it starts on the third of January or second yeah. of January. So we've got a game on the second of January. So it's a perfect opportunity for Corne to start playing silly buggers again and, and create a problem so he can get himself shifted. That's my that's what I predict happening. Yeah. It might it may not it may it, happen it, it may it not could happen. And let's, let's not but it's an agitator it's an agitator, isn't it? Diver two way because as I said we've got a tough Christmas period. I can guarantee at least one show. Before mid January will be extremely negative, without but, a doubt. Because we support I think, Sunderland. But I think you know with, with Corny, what well, I'd like, I'd, I'd like to see them shift him. And do you know what? The, the wages are the issue, and he'll be the highest paid player at the club. You could bring in a good loan so deal. So you probably bring in, free, yeah, you'd probably in a, a couple of players probably on the on that. Um, you know, I don't know. I mean, there's there's the need the, the need to sell some players. And the, the funny thing is, you know, Kershaw's going to be out for a long while. Um, you'd you'd suggest Kazri will probably be one of the ones he'd be looking to shift in in uh, January, and then Corney might go. <coughs> and there's the three players who were instrumental yeah. in January, and you would never ever have thought that in January 2017 you'd be saying goodbye to them by selling them. And winning a few games makes all the difference with the fans are going to receive that mm. that as well. Intre- interested in Donald Love. Um, Particularly in a game, perhaps where the onus is on us to attack more, and we're expected to control a game, if that ever happens again in our lifetime, because I think he's a very good defender and he played very well. He looks like he's very hard to beat. Um, he, he looks like he likes marking and winging. He enjoys the defensive side of the game. He reads the defensive game very well. I would still be interested to see what he's like when he's he's got to do more on the ball. But I'm not going to. Yeah, that's well, I thought, not crit- I that's thought, not criticism um, at all. Against I, I'm Chelsea. Just saying, he was more involved going forward he was, and, and he put a fantastic was chasing cross the game in, though, wasn't it? Yeah. But it was a bit different. They, they tar- I think they targeted him because the amount of corners they had on the right from yeah. that right hand side, it was almost like the success were, was going very direct at him. Yeah, there was, well, even before well. then, he had uh, problems. Well, he, they were trying to give him problems, but I think he only he, he committed himself in the second half once. I think slid in, um, and they got past him. But I think that was about it, really. I think yeah. I can't remember them getting past him. It gives the back four a nice balance, though, when you've got Van Arnholt, Maraud and on, and you're obviously going to need a central midfielder, Denier and Dong, whoever, to drop in and cover for him. Mm. So if your right back is playing a bit deeper, 
which Love looks does generally look a bit less attacking than Jones and even Mankio. So it's it's balanced if you've got Van Arnold flying up and to support an Ichibi and making those runs like the shot he had that way should have been given offside mm. in the first half. Yeah. If you've got your left back doing that, maybe that's why he's looking to have his right back staying staying deeper and giving protection first and foremost. Mm. No, I, absolutely, and I, I think it's interesting what Moy said about Van Arnold after the game. Just said he kind of finds himself in mad positions. He's got like, a, what on earth he was doing? What on earth he was doing in the six yard box? He's got a striker's instinct. But look at his three goals this well, season. He, his goal, his, his goal on Saturday was a tribute to Kevin Phillips at St yeah. James's Park and the rain, wasn't it? <laughs> well, the old I wouldn't go out far. Wasn't that good. Wouldn't go out far. No, but, it was but his run, to be fair, as soon know. as Denea gets the ball, he's aware he's and he's running like in parallel with Defoe. Like exactly like you say, striker's instinct. Look at his three goals this season. Why is he not that quick when he's mid- coming back? Against <laughs> Middlesbrough, follows in on a goalkeeper's yeah. parry. Against West Brom, continues his run the same, yeah. finds himself in the middle of the six-yard box and scores pretty much exactly the same. But, but it, it, as well, it like feeds into that thing of that when people say he should be a winger. Should be playing on front. Yeah, but no, but it's it's that running from deep again, yeah. though, isn't it? Like, and yeah. That's very hard to mark as a defender when you see that coming towards you and you're expecting to pick up Defoe and each of Yanazai, whoever, and then it's like, Wee's this like yeah, coming well, in now. You, aren't, you don't, you don't. Full blocks aren't marked, are they? So yeah, you know he's always gonna. If he can go where he wants to, well, he does go where he wants to go. <laughs> whether he should or um, not. Whether he should or not. But um, yeah, he, you know he can't. He's a, an important player for Sunderland, even though he gets a lot of stick for the things he can't do. The things he can do are really important. And I mean, I quite like. He's him, elevated him right up now, isn't he? We we talk about assets at Sunderland, and you you talk about Corney and Pickford are the obvious ones. Mm-hmm. You you. Put Van Arnold. Well, only there. Now, he, about... I think he needed that season with Allardyce, where mm. he, he sorted out a lot of his defensive uh, frailties, didn't he? Yeah. And Moy said he's still on at him all the time now in training to keep that. But he's developing into an excellent, excellent fullback. Well, maybe he's, I don't know. Maybe he's Rory's right. Maybe Moyes has looked at it and thought, look, whatever I, whatever I coach this kid, there's still going to be moments where it goes on a mad one. Yeah. Maybe it's better to have your other full back sitting back deeper, and that yeah. gives you a bit more protection when he goes wandering. You know what I mean? It explains the inclusion of defensive midfielders as well, Denai in particular. Yeah. And I think he mm. sweeps and cleans very well. I thought he was excellent at the weekend. I I, he's had some really good games yeah. for Sunderland. In that I think position. that's his best position. I don't, yeah. don't know. People, some people say oh, he's a centre half. I haven't seen him enough at centre half. I don't think the comment of him, but he's. I, I like him now. Yeah. And he sweeps up and he's tidy and he's, he's he does the right things. What, what he does need is is somebody who can carry the ball for him. I think and Dong can be that player personally. Yeah, um, he, need, he needs and, to and adapt. Dong, he's, he's been thrown into the deep end, isn't he? And Dong, like yeah. let's be honest, his transfer fee contributes towards that. His expectation, which I think is fair to a degree, because you talk about the amount of money brandished around mm. for a player, you expect him to come in and deliver. He is still young. We have people like La, um, Larson's just come back. We have now Rodwell's injured. Uh, Kirchhoff's injured Katamal's injured so he has to play and it's almost expected that he does well he's in the deep end isn't he I mean he's yeah. so far in the deep end you can't even see the shark can he? yeah well it, 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 it's a massive gamble I know sort of money again dictates but it's a massive gamble because Moises obviously had to go out and buy the likes of whether you agree with it or not buy the likes of um, Love buy the likes of McNair buy the likes of you know and Dong and because of what we actually need as a club and as a team, you needed somebody who was going to be able to step in there straight away. Personally, I think it was a bit too soon for them at the start of the season. He's, he is getting better. 
I still think I think all the talk of in France when we actually signed him was that people in France expected him to take another season before he was ready to make the step across. But it is what it is. That's what we've got. That's what we've got to play with. So you know, he he seems to be getting better the more exposure he's getting to the Premier League. So fingers crossed. Yeah, I think it's just the pace, the pace of the game. Sometimes is the thing that does him on his use of the ball. I think where he thinks, you know, he could probably much, he could put all, he? He either delays in the pass or he's playing the ball into an area where he might be able to in France where he is going to yeah. get picked up. And yeah. sometimes he does that. Um, I mean, it's this weird thing around Ndong at the moment where if you say anything against him, you hate him. Mm. Where, but if you if you like him, you think he's the greatest thing since sliced bread, and he's got ninety-two percent, bloody bloody blah, yeah. and he's a heat map, and he is a he is a mm. picture of a football pitch with five thousand arrows drawn on <laughs> it that nobody can honestly make sense of. But the thing is, I think another, make their opinion. I think another better. problem he had, and this is not his fault whatsoever. But another problem he had was everybody was desperate to see him veer back. And you know, yeah. and they didn't get what they wanted. So, and then Ndong wasn't as good as Mvia was last season. So that's Ndong's fault as well. I mean, I've I've slagged him off plenty of times, Ndong, but I'm pleased to say that he, he seems to be getting better with every game. And he, hopefully, he'll prove me wrong. I quite like. I've, I think from the start, I was saying when you compare him to say Love or Jilabodji, I think you could see there was stuff, things to work with. You know, mm-hmm. he's, um you know, he's plays with a lot of intensity. I like seeing guys sort of head up more. Yeah. The times sometimes he always wants he, he plays the ball backwards quite often. Mm-hmm. Not that I've got a problem with players with keeping the ball, but sometimes maybe he could just sometimes it's a pass on. Just give it a second, and then yeah. you know because he's decent on the ball, so give yourself a minute, well a second, and pick out somebody in a in a good position. Um, someone has gone between the lines or or whatever. I mean, I think the the thing that's stood out it, and kind of sums him up a little bit was he, he won the ball back in some excellent areas. And then, literally, the second later, was dispossessed by the yeah. player who won the ball back. From. That's his main issue. He um, does give it away too much, and that's he, he seems like a fast learner. Actually, to be fair, he is adapting quite quickly, yeah. considering doesn't speak the language and chucked into a new league. Yeah. Transfer fees a lot, of pre- and playing in the middle of midfield in the Premier League as well. But his tackling's excellent every week. He's like making the yeah. most tackles pretty much in the team. He's and positive. I like his positivity. He's you know in his movements. Yeah, and what he real wants good to energy. Do. Really yeah, good energy. You know, you can see he wants to. He wants to make an impact. He doesn't want to hide on the ball yeah. like we've seen, you know, like Rodwell. Rodwell, people like that who, you know, go missing or look, you know, don't want the ball. He always wants a ball. You know, I think sometimes he can, he comes too deep for the ball and tries to pick it up. Yeah. You know, you don't have to come and fetch it every time. See where you are. Yeah. Receive it, you know, and, and then turn and get your head up. And I think that all that will come in time because I think he's definitely got something about him. And that's been there from the outset. I think he has been a bit harshly treated, treated by some people. Maybe seem, you know, some of the abuse he's got from some people might have been a little bit harsh, maybe. Um, but you know, then we, you know, we've he's, just had a discussion about, you know, criticizing players and all that. So he's learning his trade in front of us all, isn't he? Week by week, he's coming. He's not. He's not this polished player that maybe a transfer fee like that would suggest, but. Uh, Part of it, I can understand why you'd say that's not his fault, but you can understand why a fan would expect more for that kind of money as well. It's, it's a bit catch-22, yeah, that one, isn't it? You, so you can understand it, but we are aware we are with that. Is that the area that concerns people the most, the midfield area? 
because of all the injuries we have going I think forward. centre-half, considering what we were saying before about Kone and Gillibodji yeah. are going to go off and you're probably looking at Denea having to drop into centre-half. With O'Shea. With O'Shea. And, 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 and then the centre-half. If one of them exactly, gets yeah, injured, exactly. if one of them gets injured, then yeah, I think you've got a problem. For all, we can't spend any money apparently in January. We have we, to find someone. We need to find something find, to get to get a midfielder or centre half in. Kazu's going to go, isn't he? Come on, I mean. Yeah. You, you, well, you he know, has we, to. I mean. Yeah, but what are you going to what are you going to no get point. for him? The thing well, is, if you get five six million, you and know. you're freeing up the wages as well. Mm. I mean, nothing says that more than than his perseverance with with Barini. If, if you're not going to get in ahead of a, an unfit Fabio Barini, you're not going to get in the yeah. side. What do people think about Barini? His inclusion's interesting, I think. He's clearly not fit enough at the moment to, no, to not, impact no. a game in any shape or form. Yet he's leaving him on for as long as possible. That suggests I'm going to get you fit. Yeah. You know, yeah. I'm going to I'm going to give you minutes and I'm going to get you fit. And again, it's a little bit. It highlights our injury situation and, and how thin the squad is in a little way. But we know that he can impact a game with goals or assists when he is fit, Barini. So. That that must be the, well, the reason behind that. Must I think he did it with an Ichibi, didn't he? Mm-hmm. Oh, well, I think he's, I think his hands are being forced a little bit with injuries, but credit well, where like I say, he credit where it's, well, yeah, he, credit he where it's due. He's he's, he's playing a game in the side that's at the wrong end of the table, and he's playing it with an Ichibi, Defoe, Yanazai, and Barini. Mm. You know what I mean? You see, I know sometimes we call him for being too negative and sort of scraping out one hill wins, but. It's not for the lack of trying, oh, considering no. what he, what he's put up front there. He's getting the, in the that point yeah. after the game, said so I had four attackers on the pitch. Yeah, and, I had four and you know, you go about the Leicester game, and we went at Leicester. We didn't sit off. No, we went at them. Um, you know, so you you can't criticise him. You know, for that. I mean, to be fair, you know, you got to give him credit for you know because he's as well how much as our confidence will be on the floor, and it, he, he's rightly under pressure after ten games not winning a game. Worst start in twenty years, regardless of circumstances, you know, because it's not it's not like we didn't have, like it's not like the, the players were well below the standard mm. required or whatever, you know, and he, he could have, you know, going back to the yeah we had problems with injuries and stuff, but you know there was a core of a team there last season and all that, but we've been over that, you know, in terms of the way you can see the pattern of play now, you can see you know the, what what they want to do. You know that there's there's something there. There's something you can get behind. There's yeah. something yeah. You think well, you know what? If somehow we can find a way to manipulate in the transfer market a bit, you know there might be an opportunity. And I mean, the th- thing is, for me, taking the, like taking the Swansea game out of the equation, it's interesting to see that we we seem to be sort of getting wins now against teams that are in and around us a little bit, with or lesser teams if we not want to be disrespectful, mm. but. Like normally, we have to wait and sort of pull something out of the bag against like a Man City or a Chelsea or something like. That. But it's it's nice to see for a change that you know the teams that you sort of expect us to be having a go at and and getting something off. Apart from Swansea, like I say, we are doing. I hope I haven't just cursed the Burnley game, right? Like, <laughs> well, well they, I mean, they, their home record's yeah, very yeah, good, yeah. isn't it? I mean, they picked up one point away from home. So every <laughs> other point they've picked up in the Premier League, I'm not sure what it is off the top of my head is. So that's from all from home games. So that's what have we got? What have we picked up with home? Four, well, we well, picked three, up nine, ten, eleven ten. points. Ten points. And the win away at Bournemouth three, ten, and then yeah. Bournemouth South up away. Yeah, four points. Yeah, yeah. four points. So twelve must be. We could get stuck out, but I'm sure that's it. Four points away from home. So it it is picking up, isn't it? On a slightly sort of tangent ish. 
I mean, it's relevant. What what do people think of like of Watford and you know they always talk about Sunderland trying to build something and identity and all that kind of thing, and then you got a team like Watford, who like if you ever played Pro Evo. <laughs> Reminders of like there was always a default. Well, not the master league. In the master league, you'd always have a team that like a developers team with a lot of these random players. It was like winning eleven United and Pez United, and it's like one of those teams with all these like random players and you've never heard of, <laughs> like f- like random foreign players who could be made up. But it defies logic. And then they'll have like in the summer. The season as well. And then this summer they'll like have a player eight turnover. They'll get eight will go and they'll get a different eight in, and then they'll be in the squad. They'll replace the manager. And they'll replace yeah. the manager. Who can't, this one can't even speak English. It's just weird. Like it's it's completely. And not like Pochettino where he spoke English to the players, and he would come out, you know, when he was South Southampton, and he always had the translator. Yeah. And he didn't really need it because he got the Spurs job, and they made him speak English. This guy can't speak English at all. I mean. He pops out for a fag after the game. You could hear him in the um, in, in one of the areas next to the tunnel, swear like in Italian, shouting aggressively. Obviously, at his assistant, they both went out for a fag for a good ten minutes before he came back in. So he, he's obviously a passionate kind of uh, kind of person. <laughs> but I just interesting. Can you can you remember the um, I think it was a Red Bull advert when the foreign players just started to come in the Premier League, and they were in the dressing room. They had all the translators. Those players. Can anyone big, remember that? Big, big, oh, big, so my, yeah. and, and and the the guy with the manager was talking about like wing backs and systems, and then you had all these trans just zoom, the camera zoomed around the changing room, and it was speaking to all these foreign players, and all each had a translator in there yeah. like that. And it well, was, I, I, I think it was Red Bull or something. I remember. I, I somebody I remember should do that out on YouTube. Now. I remember years ago. I think it was, uh, when I was covering Middlesbrough for me since um, when I think it was when Ranieri was at. Um, I think it was when Ranieri was. I'm not sure if it was Ranieri or Mourinho. Chelsea the first time, and that a uh, translator there. And about six games into the season, um, somebody came along who would speak um, whichever language, whether it was Italian or Portuguese or whatever, and said, uh, "Excuse me, yeah, that's not what he just said." So this guy had just come along as a translator, was just making it up as he went along for about that's, five that's or happened. Six that's happened recently. That's happened recently. <laughs> I can't remember which club it was at, but that definitely it's happened like, recently. So, uh, the guy got the it's guy a got translated the version of Fallen and Graham Sooness and saying I'm George Weir's <laughs> cousin. George cousin. <laughs> Life is full of awesome what ifs and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out of pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction, and free shipping, and that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements, featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash acast, and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash acast. Yeah, there you, go. there you go. What do people have going forward? Christmas period. How positive are people? I don't particularly see anything from Man United or Burnley. Not necessarily because of 
watched and, and then, of, and then, of how we're playing. Just, and then we backed where to where we were by the negative gonna, spin I've, on everything. I've got a we? feeling we're going to get something at Man United. I'm, I think we're more likely to get something there than Man United. Are just hitting form for the reason yeah. we were just for I the reason know, we just said. Just got a weird. I've just got a feeling that we're going to get something at Man United. Is this like when Stephen said we were going to beat Leicester one nil and Jack Rodwell was going to score a hat trick or something? Just like even if it's like a nil, like one nil was going to score a nil nil or a one one or something. Just you know a draw and then. You know, I know what you're saying about Burnley and it's going to be tough and all that, but that, that's it's, Bur- one, it's Burnley. That's and, the one and I'm looking for an overreaction from fans from. Because pe- people are oh, Burnley, you need to beat these teams around yeah. you. But it's not... If Burnley, if half of... You know, even if Burnley picked up five of those points away from home, you might have a case for that. But they, they're really, really strong at home. Yeah. I just I'm not saying that you know, the they should be time, feared. I'm not, I'm not saying they should be feared at all. And there's no reason we can't go there and even get a win. But at the same time, look at what happened to Swansea. I'm just... Yeah, but them. absolutely, and but that I would say on that point, you, you're going to look at games where, you know, where where should you be getting when you've taken two points from your first ten, you got 28 games to get 36 points there, so you're going to have to you're looking at them in Swansea, you would be expecting four to six points, Burnley you're going to be expecting four to six points, from because you, you need to take them, so to get out with a draw, but they need to get themselves out of the bottom three. That's the thing, and. Well, I'm I'm going to ask Santa for four points over the festive season, a centre half, <laughs> and um, the new Lionel Messi to come in and play just in front of the, uh, just behind the front two. Sounds all right. I think so. I like well, how you like asked for all one. that, but only four points. I'd love to get <laughs> like you don't want to get too carried away well, no, with what you're asking come in for. January, though, is he? the little <laughs> new Lionel's not coming until January, so I'd love to get one over on Klopp. Like, ah, don't, I, don't like I know him. you don't like him. I, I, my wife I always can't thinks he looks like him. an arch villain of one of them Swedish dramas. You know, and he just I looks like it's just weird. Like he just like the Germany Holloway. That's what I think. And crack and crackology. That's what he's like, though. He's but just, he's like actually <laughs> achieved things. Yeah. I know, but, but not, from the football, yeah. not from the football side. I mean, from the the thing. But he's just nobody, a jolly but man. But people don't talk about the football. They just oh god, look, he waved at somebody. But oh, that's look like what he's you can say that for so many managers now. Lol. You've been a bit miserable, Gareth. I'm not. He just does me head in. You would say the same thing where. Ranier and he's dilly ding dilly dong it's, it's, it's the weird yeah. doesn't like him either probably Gareth doesn't like people he doesn't like people generally smile I don't know he just does me head in and like it's weird as well have you seen his, is it the doctor it's like basically you just got the same haircut and the same yeah. glasses it's really odd just to get out of his backside man <laughs> he loves Christian rock music though doesn't he does Which he he's a bit weird yeah, yeah that is weird yeah. I've booked time over Christmas though haven't he yeah but yeah, like so. But I used to listen. To one a, I actually used to listen to a, a Christian band who were not because of the Christianity element, uh, just because they were really good. <laughs> what so were they called? They were called Five Iron Frenzy. Five Iron Frenzy. Yeah, they were like a ska band. They're really good. So, what, if he brings out a, a Christmas album and rock around the clop, is that, is it? oh dear. Oh. Yes, that, that's suitable. Yeah. For, that's, that's suitable for a cracker, isn't it? Yes, yeah, true, I like true. It. I like it. I don't. <laughs> no, nothing maybe, new there. Maybe, <laughs> maybe we've got a question of the week already. Yeah, the question of the week. Yeah, the question of the week this week. Remember, tune in to wrote a report for the hashtag exclusive content, which we've already pre recorded because Stephen was late, so we did it, you know, proactive administrative king. It was a warm up. You know, nice took an executive warm-up. decision, and uh, we had some good crap on there, Stephen, and then you I'm going to go back and listen, don't worry. Um, but yeah, so you, you can win a, a character a caricature calendar. Um, it's, a, it's a delight so get yourself over there and they're still available to buy as well Dave Wright caricatures 
get yourself uh, over there and have a look on his website or on the Twitters D- at DW Caricatures. Um, and you can buy tickets for the Wise Men Say Live podcast with Julio Arc on the 23rd of January. Tickets are available from Wise Men Say Don't leave James UK. Hunter out. If, if yeah, I know. You can't just sell it at first. I know. If it, would have been I know, I know. I know. I, you Forgetting know. about all the James Hunter fans out there. Yeah. Well, they, Don't know, neglect when, them. When we did the show in Manchester, we had Barnsley's picture on there and Benno's picture. And this time, James has been uh, he's been cut off the phone altogether. And it's just Julio. He's a pollen power. I know, but like he's a voice and he bonds. He's there. People know him. James is, you know, print journalist. Never normally have print journalists on the poster. When we've done them, we've never had that. I'm recalling. Who sure. we had on Graham Anderson's been on. He's not been on the poster. Mm. Nice rider though. No, not Lee Ryder. No, no. <laughs> he had a nice rider. That would be good, wouldn't it? We had a second. We, oh, we would just no. put him in, in stocks no. and let, let <laughs> people throw stuff at him. Uh, I'm, I'm sure he'd love to. I'm that sure would he'd sell love tickets, to. though, wouldn't it? I want, I want somebody. If you couldn't find so a well. venue big enough, you'd probably get the stadium. They're not going to do concerts, concerts this year. Flogging of Ryder. I want flog I on almost, the time. <laughs> yes. Oh yes, Rory. Yes, <laughs> that's the best cracker joke of the night. Uh, flog on the way though, because it's got the stadium alight. Oh, oh, I don't work, ruin it, man. Well, you ruined it. <laughs> I ruined it. Yeah, you ruined it by saying it. You've ruined this podcast. <laughs> well, it's mine. So I definitely want somebody to um, dig that advert out with the translators and stuff. I almost feel like we should offer a prize for whoever does that. Just see if anybody's listening yeah. and paying attention by this Who's, point in the podcast. Well, I want to know because we're on the thirty-fifth minute. So, Thirty-six minutes. Somebody's going to look. See, that podcast about thirty-six minutes long. When they start advertising their own stuff now, they'll oh, probably. I forgot. I've got to mark, put the mark in for the advert. Up. Forgot. What yeah. great radio? But what? Yeah. Uh, I know it doesn't matter. This podcast. It's like whoa. It's not. That, yeah. It's like that's cool. It's just like one. to say though. But it, he's talking about giving a prize away. Obviously, you talked about uh, giving prizes away earlier on. I tell it's like video. being in with two Mister Giveaways and eight nights. Yeah. Christmas spirits just well. You've got to take advantage mm. while, it, while it's there. What meat will you be having for Christmas yeah. dinner? What meat? Turkey. Yeah, yeah. One of them, isn't he? <laughs> one of them turkey eaters. <laughs> <laughs> We're just discussing the... Nothing uh, wrong with tradition. <laughs> <laughs> yes, we're traditionally in the bottom yeah. three. There's nothing wrong with yeah, that. Exactly. <laughs> for the no. third time in four seasons, I believe. Just didn't like Sunday. turkey. One season we were outside with Poyet, weren't we, a couple of years ago. Will we? For any of our listeners out in Turkey, I'd like to see means the meat, not the Yeah, the meat. I don't mind it. Well, I've never been in the country, but uh, mm. give it a bash. Do you want to send me <laughs> over there? If you're yeah, feeling generous, it's great. It'd be nice yeah. at this time of year, wouldn't it? Yeah, so if it's, I'm, not, I'm not sure how politically stable it is as a no. nation at the moment. Might want to wait a bit. Would you want to go somewhere hot for Christmas? Be weird, wouldn't it? Like seeing like tinsel and that with sunshine. Meant for like, like, you meant for a podcast. Oh yeah, he came home for the for the game of the weekend. Um, Chris Young. Yeah. No, not for the, not actually. It was a midweek game against Chelsea. Did he have like a tan? Did he had loads of like Botox done? Not really, but he said his it, teeth he said white. Works easy to find LA. out there. If anyone's interested in going over, no, he said well, there they're on. There are lots of football journalists over there, and they're crying out for them apparently. Soccer journalists. Well, I said, have you have you have you had to start referring it to it as soccer yet? He says, well, you've got to unfortunately because they just don't know what you're talking about unless you do. I think you can forgive him for that. Yeah, very Bob, jealous Bob of Bradley's on the reverse here, and he got uh, got some Premier. stick. Road Premier Road League games. Road games, PKs. PKs. <laughs> talking like a soccer am caricature. Yeah, I know. 
like Boston goals. Can you remember that when like Tim Lovejoy <laughs> still yeah. did soccer? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was funny. To I don't he used to do that. like you know Boston. It, it's, an, it's an easy target that one. I feel. I feel oh no, I do remember. I no, feel, yeah, I feel, yeah. I feel for, for him a bit. He should be judged on his ability yeah, as a manager he's, and at the moment. He's, it's got, not a, he's great, got a decent it? you know track record. Yeah. I, I do think he, he deserves a crack at the Premier League. Just Swansea I do don't just, seem like the right fit for no. him at all. I don't think. I don't think this whole thing about like oh he's too good for Swansea is a bit of a ludicrous thing. It's like adapt if you like. Well, I think. Keep Waldrum it gives us a better chance yeah, to start with also. Oh yeah, not complaining yeah. about us. Not at he probably does he probably don't have relegation in the MLS, does he? Probably <laughs> he doesn't know. He's like that. Yeah. What's all the fuss about? Yeah. He'll like turn up for work in like July and be like a different division. Yeah. yeah. What? No one talks about this. Interesting to see who go with when they've been failing because you kind of have a feeling that might be yeah. the cards. But Oh you have do you, you have a feeling that might <laughs> oh. happen, do you? Oh yeah. You didn't mean to do that. <laughs> <laughs> There's only me once I've done one of these tonight now, and I'm not going to. Yeah. 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 He can't do puns. We was, when we had question of the week, <laughs> and they say, come up with something and do it, and he'd be like, I can't think of anything. <laughs> He's got a degree in like English language or something, <laughs> or a master's in linguistics. Not a degree in puns, I puns a lot, really, when we were doing it. I'm good at dissecting language and analysing it, not coming up with. Well, truly, you should be able to do puns. So you've That's got a choice. You've got to do all the works of Shakespeare or punology, and he went with Shakespeare. Shakespeare, he didn't, did he? I mean, you know, look at him. <laughs> Don't judge. Fine specimen. He's right, right, exactly. He usually carries he's that skull around, around, doesn't he? We're on radio. Anyway, we, on that we, bombshell. Uh, I, don't know, I do apologise for the last seven minutes. I don't know. We, we just <laughs> went off on a tangent there. Just but giddy if, about winning. If, any, yeah. if anyone wants to put that YouTube video on, I'd be really interested to see if they do. Because it'll just, more than anything, it'll just show us that somebody's still listening. And it'll save you the work time. of finding it. Well, no, I'm sure you could do it. Just a quick search on YouTube. But uh, I just want to see what Do it yourself then. Exactly, <laughs> that's what I mean. Let's see if the work right, yeah. do it. No, I've told you there's a purpose why I'm asking someone else to do it. Anyway, we'll be back, I think it's Wednesday this week for... Uh, Is it? Like, yes. And then that would agent. be... That will be up it from us here, won't it? Probably the, yeah, Christmas. we'll not be back from we normally have a bit of We'll have Christmas off. But we, we, we do win at the light over Christmas still. Probably um, like the... Contracts and stuff. But we're in the light... Um, ninth? 9th of Jan, yeah, 9th of January. We'll have a talk about it over Christmas and we'll decide when we're going to come back. 9th of January. So, for this year from the Wise Men's Year, mm-hmm. but we will be back listening in the light this week. From us, though, have a Merry Christmas and all that. Thanks for listening. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.